0: 99.1 The Sports Animal, Vince Ferrara, and pleased to be joined by Showtime Championship Boxing host Brian Custer joins us here on The Sports Animal. Hey, Brian, Vince Ferrara, Knoxville, how are you? Yeah, it's good to be on you. How excited are you about the boxing being back on Showtime?
1: Well, we're really excited because, really, it, it is a combat sports weekend. I mean, you know, Friday night, uh, Bellator uh, continues their World Grand Prix. And and uh, so you've got uh, Ryan Bader and Leota Machida in a yeah. rematch going at it, the, the main event there. Uh, and then we follow it up Saturday with the triple header. And, you know, I'm excited only for the simple fact that from top to bottom, you've got great action. I mean, you got a world title fight uh, at the beginning uh, when you got Jurent, Ancahas taking on Jonathan Rodriguez. And, and it's, first of all, you love the little guys because they always throw punches. And it's going to be nothing but nonstop action. But to me, the interesting thing is Ancahas has the longest, the most successful winning streak when it comes to defending a title. He has defended it now successfully eight times. That is tied for the most uh, successful title defenses right now in the sport of boxing. If he wins on Saturday, he will be he will have the most. He will have the record, uh, the current record. Um, and and then you go to uh, the co which is a 147-pound feature attraction. Amans many believe, is going to be a real player at 147, which is really the glamour division of boxing. Taking on Thomas Delorme, who has fought some of the top guys from from uh, Terrence Crawford to uh, Ugas, you know, and so this is a real test for Stan who is unbeaten. He's knocked out just about everybody he's faced. Uh, and, and then the main event, you've got uh, Jerome Boots Ennis. Uh, and and listen, he's taking on Sergey Lipin, yes. Everyone loves Boots, fights out of Philly. Everyone thinks that he is... The guy that dude, when it comes to 147, and they think that you know whether it's Errol Spence Terrence Crawford, that Boots Dennis will be the next uh champion at 147. The only thing is, people always say, is he hasn't fought uh someone, and now he's fighting uh Lipignets, who was a world champion at 140, mm-hmm. who's in the ranked in the top 10 in welterweight. Um, uh, so now this is a true test for boots. It is a great opportunity for lip vignettes because the winner knows that they put themselves in line for a, a world title shot.
0: We're visiting with Showtime's Brian Kuster, the host of the championship boxing event this coming Saturday night, 9 p.m. on Showtime. So I want to follow up on Ennis. He's looked at as the future for sure. So much hype around him being undefeated at 26 and 0. Oh, and you, you mentioned the tougher competition. But if he is legit and passes this test, what's next for him if he checks this box?
1: You, you know, I, that's, that's a great question because I had a long discussion uh, with Boots uh, just like- Last night, And he said uh, they, without a doubt, want somebody like Jordanis Ugas, who's, you know, now the champion with the WBA. Um, they want Ugas. They want a Jamal James because they know that, you know, whether it's a Terrence Crawford, whether it's an Aero Spence, they, they don't see getting in the ring with boots right now because it's like, what's the reward here? This, this young super phenom doesn't have a belt, and why would I risk my everything that I've accomplished to fight this little young, young lion? So they know that they've got to try to get a belt that maybe Errol doesn't have, obviously a belt that uh, Terrence Crawford doesn't have. And the only way they can do that is going after a guy like your Dennis Ugas. Uh, and that's what, who they're targeting uh, if he's successful against Sergey Lipinets.
0: Brian, you mentioned Jerwin and Cajas being that 115 champion in that first fight for the IBF Junior Bantamweight World title facing Jonathan Rodriguez. I look through BoxRec and going through and seeing the results and everything, and there are like six other champions in all these alphabet (laughs) organizations. And I know this is not a new conversation, Brian, you're laughing, but how in the world is there any prayer that we can settle
1: and just have one title her division. Well, brother, let me tell you something. <laughs> if you had the answer and if I had the answer, I think we'd probably be a really rich man. For yeah. some reason, these alphabet um, organizations, listen, that's how they make money they make money by not only have a champion, but now they've come up with a super champion. Right. And then, you know what, we can make more money because we can make him an interim champion. So now you have an interim champion, you have a regular champion, and you have a super champion. Yeah. And it's just more and more money. And they can What they can do is charge $100,000 if you're an interim champion. I can charge the regular champion a couple of $100,000. I can charge the super champion a little bit more than that. And it's a great way for them to make money. Uh, you know, it, it, I think it was Ray Mancini when he said there's the WBA uh, world champion, the IBF world champion, the WBC world champion. He said, well, how many worlds are there? <laughs> so <laughs> Let's just make it one champ. I'm with you. We need one champ for the uh, whatever weight division there is, but until, you know, we can do something with all these other sanctioning bodies and these alphabet that's how they're going to make money. And I guess we'll, we'll continue to have this alphabet soup of three, four champions for one weight division. Well said. All right, one other big picture thing for you. We talked about MMA on Friday
0: night and then obviously boxing the next night. In your opinion, Amaro Analo, who calls both, it will be on the call. And he knows this as well. How much do you think boxing and MMA share the same audience?
1: Yeah, I, I think, I think it, it, it's blending more now. Mm -hmm. Um, I I do, I think, I think now it's blending before, um, I I do think you had just your MMA fans and you had your hardcore boxing fans, but you know, when you, when you do a Mayweather McGregor, and now that you see uh, a number of these MMA guys getting into, getting into boxing because they can see the the type of money that can be made, uh, in these fights to be a boxer. Uh, I, I think now you're seeing a blending of the fan base. And it's and I think that's one of the reasons why you saw even with Showtime that they went out and got Bellator. And now they see themselves as a combat sports network because you have MMA, you have boxing. And why not use them and why not do like what we're doing this weekend? You've got MMA on Friday. We got boxing on Saturday. So if you are a combat sports fan, we got everything you need for that weekend. I do think you're seeing uh, the fan bases now starting to merge. If you haven't watched boxing in a while, the way Showtime
0: you guys do it will be a great way to catch people up on what's going on. Tell everyone about some of your coverage and the long list of fantastic, long-time boxing analysts and experts. that will be a part of that coverage with you, Brian.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're right. You're right. I mean, Friday, you've got Moro Ronaldo calling the MMA with big John McCarthy uh, for Bellator. And then we follow that up on Saturday night. You know, I'll be there myself. Uh, and then we got Morrow calling the fights along with Al Bernstein. We've got Abner Mars, who's a, you know, four-time, uh, world champion. Um, we've got Jim Gray's coming back. Uh, he's, he's finally been vaccinated. So, uh, we'll have Jim Gray, uh, and they're allowing, uh, him to do uh, interviews in the ring. So we've got Hall of Famer Jim Gray there and, and Steve Farhood, who's our, you know, boxing historian, unofficial score. So, you know, listen, uh, I, it's kind of like uh, Drake when Drake says uh, I got a really big team and they got a lot, a lot of really big rings. That's what we got. I mean, cause we got <laughs> nothing but hall of famers uh, on our roster. Sometimes moral and I look at each other and say, okay, what, are we pulling? The, are we pulling our weight? <laughs> Everyone else is a hall of famer, but us, uh, but they're great guys to work with. We feel like we're the best in the business and we're certainly going to um, do our best and provide the best coverage that we can this weekend. It's always a big-time feel,
0: and there's a lot of trust in those bus drivers with you and Mara. Brian, thanks so much. Stay safe. Enjoy the weekend. We appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll talk to you again down the road. Absolutely, Vince. Thank you. That is Brian Custer. He's the host of Showtime Championship Boxing. I'm Vince Ferrara, 99.1, the Esports Animal.